T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This happened. You talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. 31-7 in the national championship. First half. 38 points scored in the... First half, uh, Georgia running away with it. They're going to hoist the trophy, be the national champions, back-to-back seasons. And that's all she wrote from L.A. out there. They had that game start at like 7.30. I feel like in the past, the national championships go to like midnight. I feel like they're late. Like I remember being young, having to stay up late. And I feel even like in recent time, they just end later. This one's going to be over quick. This one's going to be over soon. So we'll move on from that. And uh, you just heard Zach Wilson talk a little bit. <laughs> we won't spend the whole night talking about the Jets inside the 9 o'clock hour, but I had to get some calls in and, and vent my own frustrations. Like, this Zach Wilson saga has to be so annoying for fans. Like, you just want it to end. This kid's talking about he's going to, you know, they asked him if the Jets bring in a veteran quarterback, like, you know, and, and he's got to practice with him. Like, what's he going to uh, say or what's he going to do? And he's like, I'm going to make it hell for that guy in practice. Like, okay. All right, Zach. Like, he's going to compete with a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Derek Carr and make it hell for them in practice? You, That's not even how it works, dude. What do you do in practice? The defense can make it hell for a guy, but the backup quarterback's not going to make it hell for the starter who's been proven in the league. Like, the guy that they're supposed to bring in is supposed to be a guy that's unfazed. The guy that they bring in is not worrying about you or Mike White. That's another conversation. What happened to all the fans saying Mike White could be the guy for 10 years? He could be the franchise quarterback. He's not. He's not. I would understand signing him as a backup, sure. But he could also walk. Do better. In a league where you need two quarterbacks, do better. You could sign a veteran starter and a veteran backup. Just in case you get Jimmy G and he's injury prone and he goes down, maybe you have um, you know, Jameis Winston waiting in the wings. I don't know. But, yeah, for the Jets, 
877-337-6666. Let's take these last calls on the jet season. That's it. That's all she wrote. And that's tough. That is a tough way to go out. Uh, losing all the way, not being able to score all the way, and in the end of year two of Zach Wilson, you still don't know about him. Well, you do know. I think a lot of us have moved on. I don't I don't think he's worth trying to uh, fix it at this point. But if he's on the roster, he's on the roster. We'll see what the guy's got. But you can't go into next year thinking that a fixed Zach Wilson will lead the Jets to the playoffs. They need a veteran. They They need somebody that's proven, that's done it in the league. And there's a few options out there. It just depends on who they choose. And for the fans, hold on. You know, it's tough. I think I heard uh, Craig and Evan say, you know, with this 12-year drought, you know, if you started kindergarten through 12th grade, and kindergarten is where a lot of us choose our teams. I feel bad for the kids. You know, I I picked the Cowboys when I was in kindergarten. They were winning Super Bowls. It was an easy choice. Uh, I kind of regretted it at times as I got older, but... You know, if you picked the Jets and went to school, you know, shout out to uh, Johnny and, you know, his ice cream. My man Johnny didn't get ice cream for six weeks. It's not right. You know, that young man is, (laughs) he's a kindergarten kid. (laughs) It was going all good. He was getting a lot of ice cream, a lot of pub, and then it all fell down. And for these kids that are seniors in high school and started rooting for the Jets in elementary school, haven't seen him in the playoffs, that's tough. That is tough, but let's take this call from John in Westchester on the fan. What's up, John? Hey, Keith. How you doing? All right, in here watching the national championship and going to slowly move us off this Jets conversation because it is kind of depressing. It isn't the greatest conversation to have for the whole five hours, but what do you got? Yeah, it's pretty tough. You know, it's funny. I'm like you. I'm a... Uh, I was born in 88, right? So I'm a uh, Long Island kid that ends up liking the Yankees and the Cowboys. Yep. And, you know, go figure, as I get older, I make the change because of my father to start rooting for the Jets. What year? What year? Like, what age? Ah, probably around six or seven. That you, wait, you picked in, the Cowboys six or seven. What year was it that you said, all right, I'll start rooting for the Jets? And uh, Oh, start transitioning to the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I, I went to opening day, the, the day that Vinny Testaverde tore his Achilles tendon. So that was, that's probably my first memory of, you know, going to a Jets game and, and making that transition. But probably not looking like a good decision at this point. Wow, yeah, it was a while back. 2005? Yeah. yeah. So we yeah, were in high yeah, school. Was, you were the junior in high school? That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I made that move, and, you know, now I'm pulling my hair out. But uh, my biggest question was, you know, what a disaster. Why would they not start Zach Wilson in week 18? I mean, what? it doesn't make any sense in my mind why you wouldn't put the kid in just to kind of open up the playbook, you know, give him free reign to see what he can do, let him take some shots down the field. Worst comes to worst, he throws three or four interceptions. His confidence already is in the gutter. Right. So, you know, what benefit does do you have for starting – you know, Joe Flacco, who's not going to be on the team regardless next year. Meaningless game, but what I'll say is this. That Thursday night football game, uh, they wore all black. I said it felt like a funeral. It was rainy. It was depressing. And you wanted to see Zach Wilson build on. There's another touchdown for Georgia. Uh, they got the ball back before half, which that shouldn't have happened. Um, interception. Yeah, this game's over. Um, but with Zach Wilson, if you remember, right, I, I already talked about the fans throwing his jersey on the field. I think they were trying to shield him. I think they didn't want to give him the last game of the season to throw picks or to lose and then have people carry that all the way through the offseason for Joe Flacco. It's like, okay, 
he's probably going to retire. This is his last game, and uh, he gets to kind of ride off into the sunset. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. They they felt more inclined to put Joe Flacco out there than to uh, put Zach Wilson in harm's way again. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a confidence issue to me, and I figure the more playing time you can get and, and see some pro competition, you know, the, the better chance you have to, to change that confidence, right? So you put him on the field. You know, he's playing a team in Miami who, you know, let's let's be real, they're not. They haven't been too great recently either. And you're facing a third string quarterback who I believe he had already beaten earlier in the season, right? Yep. Yep. So you know what? Maybe maybe he he hits a spark and something clicks. You know, all it takes is. You know, building that confidence back, one thing clicks, you make a few big plays, and now everybody's talking about you going into next season. Is, you know what, this is the kid's job. Let's, let's give him some time. It's, he hasn't had a full season. Let's let him figure things out. I think it's too soon for people to be talking about giving up on the kid. I think great idea, bring in Jimmy G. Let him sit behind Jimmy G. When something happens, put him in and hope, hope things have changed. Hope, you know, just some time on the bench and, and uh, being around the team has, has changed things a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. I just feel like they gave so much attention and focus to Zach Wilson that at one point they had to shut it down, and they did. Thanks for the call, John. I'll say this about Zach Wilson. I went back just now to look at his stats from that Dolphins game in MetLife the first time where the Jets blew them out 40-17, to and uh, Skyler Thompson ended up getting uh, you know that game. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, got knocked out or whatever, but... Yeah, when you look at Zach's stats, they're, they're clean. 14 of 20, 21, 210 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. But then when you look at the stats and when you remember the you know the plays that Brees Hall made, he had two receptions for 100 yards. That That's half of Zach's passing yards right there. Uh, and then Brees Hall also had another almost 100 yards on the ground, 97. So, you know, for the Jets season, it is a tale of uh, not having a quarterback the year of the non-quarterback. But it really is uh, not having a plan once Brees Hall went down. It really is a a team that once they lost their running back, who would have been the focal point of that offense, the there was no quarterback ready to carry that offense. They did have, obviously, Garrett Wilson, but they weren't able to consistently get him the ball. That's another thing, too, with the head coach. You have a rookie receiver who's got a ton of talent in Garrett Wilson, but you've also got to teach him how to carry himself. Right, can't be pouting, you can't be crying about the refs, can't can't be showing up your quarterback, and I you know I know a lot of times it, it was hard to tell whether he was showing up Zach or not, but even with some of his comments in the post game, yeah, we understand you're a competitor and you're frustrated, but you're a professional, and you haven't arrived yet. We know you're a good player, but this is your first year. You haven't arrived yet. Uh, I, I think they they should have taken a different approach with him. Uh, it, it, not for nothing, Denzel Mims wanted out in August. Uh, Elijah Moore wanted out, I think, in October. So guys were seeing what was going on in there and saying, I don't want to be here. I want to be traded. That's a, that's a, a red flag. Uh, and then I always talk about the defense. There are guys on that defense, C.J. Mosley, Quan Alexander, D.J. Reed, Sauce Gardner, some like really good players, uh, Quinnen Williams, even his brother, uh, Lamar, like guys that have played a good amount of football in the league and in college, high-level football, they they could tell in practice, yo, Zach isn't the guy. He doesn't have it. That's why they were so quick to troll him. That's why they were so quick because I think it turned into this thing where 
He was getting like preferential treatment for no reason. Why? Because he was drafted number two overall? There might not have been another team that would take him number two overall besides the Jets. And uh, I think that, you know, the guys in the locker room, none of those guys were number two overall picks. So they they rally around a guy that had to earn it a little more in in Mike White. And uh, they want to win. And they know Zach Wilson's not the guy to help them win. So uh, what a wasted season, a tough year. Uh, I feel for the Jets fans and the Jets community because you thought, and and we all did, we thought that this was it. We thought that this was a year where they get back to the playoffs. We thought that on both sides, and then they started to fail late, and the Giants started to falter too, but they got off the mat. Stay with me, folks. We're going to talk about the Giants coming up. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott coming up and Dallas Cowboys and the playoffs and what to expect. Don't expect anything. All, all bets are off. <laughs> Talk about bets at halftime. It is 38-7. Georgia poured it all the way on. <laughs> this game was never supposed to it was never supposed to be Georgia TCU in a national championship. Great story for TCU getting there, but they're getting absolutely embarrassed, and there's no way they come back from this one. What's good is that these UGA kids, the backups that went to UGA that were probably all four-star recruits, five-star recruits, those kids will get to play in the second half. The kids that aren't going to the NFL, the kids that rode the bench all year, you're going to see some backups with some talent. We'll see how they hang with TCU. They'll probably be able to hold them. Uh, probably won't get more than another two touchdowns out of TCU. So that's that's it for the national championship. I don't mind that they started it early. It's, it was over by 9 o'clock. All right, let's go to Justin and Cedar Grove on the fan. What's up, Justin? Hey, Keith, I have receipts I'm, I have to cash from about 1983. Do I do that now, or should I wait another couple no, of years? No, do it now. <laughs> Today would be the day. The season is over, and like many Jets fans expected, uh, it would be the fans with the receipts and, and not the uh, head coach or the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on 40 years. Um, I was going to say, you know, a lot's going to fall on the coaches. I get it. But looking forward, as unfortunately a Jets fan always has to do, they're not going anywhere without a quarterback in this league. If you look at all the playoff teams outside of San Francisco, which I know Purdy's doing well, we don't know for sure, and maybe Miami, everyone, I'm sorry, they all either have a guy or the guy. I mean, in typical Jets fashion, 2020, they beat the Rams as 19-point dogs in a meaningless game, and they missed out on Trevor Lawrence. You know, it's just, without the guy, Hell, I can coach the team. It doesn't matter. They just, it's, yes, I know they have tons of pieces. And my fear, my honest fear, is that by the time they finally find the guy, guys like Sauce and Brees and Quentin and other guys that look for big numbers, they might be gone. The, the, the window to win in the, in the NFL is so small that, you know, right now they have that window. But without having a guy to play quarterback, it's, it's going to be all for naught. I don't care who's coaching the team. Unfortunately, I mean, that's kind of, you know. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I feel like this little window that they had, right, new head coach in his second year, quarterback in his second year, they had to find out. And they, they, they found out way too late about Zach Wilson. I think that, that that was their own stupidity. That was them not wanting to accept reality that they used the number two pick on this kid, and he's a project. He isn't a ready-made quarterback to step in. So you, you wasted two years on him, and – you were ahead of schedule. I've said that a ton. This defense was ahead of schedule. Yeah. And yeah, you, this was you the said year. It before, though, BYU. 
this isn't Colorado State on a Tuesday night. Right. I mean, this is this is this is the NFL here. I mean, what? Uh, that, that was but, a brutal uh, decision from Jump Street. If, if us as fans know that, how do you inside the building as a GM, Joe Douglas, put your whole name and 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 job and career on the line drafting this kid, and then even Rob Sala? I think it is remarkable how. He stuck with this kid. He literally has attached his career to him, and he kept defending him. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Just come out and say, you know what, Zach needs some time, and we may like be accountable in that regard. I, I like that Lafleur did come out and say, in hindsight, we should have sat him. Yeah, the whole world knows that, right? Even the they, even the Patrick Mahomes of the world had to sit for a year. It's okay. Yeah. It's hard to play they quarterback in, in the NFL. He came out of BYU in a COVID season where they went 11 and one. Uh, playing against University of Texas San Antonio, like he's not ready yeah. for New York. And if you watch that season when he actually played a good team in Coastal Carolina, couldn't do anything, anything. They, right? They, they bullied him. They bullied him. Yeah, I they, saw that game, yeah. and I saw yeah. I saw how they you know they tried to fight because uh, there was like a hit on him. I think he threw an interception, and then somebody hit him. Whatever. I was like, okay, you can try and fight these kids, but like. They're beating you on the field, and you're overmatched. And I don't know if that's who the Jets decided to draft number two overall with their pick in the 2021 draft. And and here we are talking about another season down the drain. Yeah, they fell in love with one throw in his pro day in the underwear Olympics, not against the pass rush. They fell in love with what? Listen, he's got all the arm, the arm talent in the world, but when you're not hitting guys that are wide open, it means nothing. And the stat that Brandon Tierney brought up before, three years, the Jets quarterback is not thrown for more than 10 touchdowns. What are we watching? Kurt Ferentz's Iowa offense? <laughs> Might as well be it's running brutal. the wing T. Like, yeah, this is, yeah, it's a joke, actually. Like, it, it's pretty All bad. Right, Thanks for the Thanks, call. Thanks, buddy. Like, how do you not fire the OC? How do you not fire the head coach? They're, they're clearly not prepared to coach in the NFL. If the rest of the league is scoring touchdowns at a ridiculous rate, you got Patrick Mahomes throwing for five thousand yards. Like they are, they are not playing the same brand of football that the rest of the league is playing. It's tough to win when you don't have a quarterback, though, and they don't have a quarterback right now. I don't know if you, you could have Jim Harbaugh, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, Bill Belichick, Sean Payton. If if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win. You're, but why don't they have a quarterback? It's the draft process. It's a lot. They made. They struck out on Sam Darnold. They struck out on who knows how Should many. Should have just kept Sam here. No, Sam was garbage. Sam I know, but, but but now but he would have been better this year than a Zach Wilson. Uh, yeah, but he still wouldn't have got. He wouldn't have. I don't think the Jets were that much better at Darnold. The point is that they they don't have a quarterback, and I don't even know if it matters who the coach is if you don't have a quarterback on, on the on the team. Like they need a quarterback. They need the players play. Players play. Coaches coach. I get that. They need a quarterback. They, they they need and they don't need a they don't need a top five quarterback. They need a top twenty quarterback. They <laughs> I, I don't need an A plus guy. Give me like a C. Give me someone yeah, who they knows. just need average. Honestly, they need yes. league average, and they had a defense that would have been good enough to win them games league, if they could a find the end zone. Quarterback, they're in the playoffs. That's frustrating, man. I can't imagine being a Jets fan watching all these games and you can't even score. You can't even put drives together and punch it, was, it in. That game yesterday was. I know. Awful. I, 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 Awful. I had the picture and picture up, and I'm like, I'm not even bothered watching this. It, it was that frustrating. Joe Flacco in that offense, I'm like, come on, yo, against the Dolphins in the third, like Joe Flacco versus Skylar Thompson. And all it, and all you, all you had to know, 
was they started Flacco and they didn't even start Zach Wilson. And that tells you all you need to know. And they Salah, folded. Done. And, and Salah could say we want him to focus on 23. There's nothing yeah. positive that can come out of yeah, it. Yeah, go read a book. Okay. <laughs> Zach Wilson would have at least used his legs against the Dolphins. And maybe he tries to create something. Maybe he gets lucky with a pass like he did to Uzama a month ago. Maybe he gets lucky. Maybe they win. And that pass wasn't even luck. That was actually them coming up with a play to get the tight end open enough and get Zach in space, not in the pocket, where he's best. Yep. Rolling. Rolling out. He threw across his body off his back foot, 35, 40 yards in the air. It was a perfect pass. And, it was and perfect. that is and what he threw in his pro day. And that's the <laughs> drug that you have with Zach Wilson because you know he can make those damn passes. And he can't make the simple 10-yard slant. He can't throw a ball away. Nothing. Talk about fantasy football. They were having a, a, a complete fantasy when they saw Zach Wilson thinking that he could come in the league and be a gunslinger, be a Patrick Mahomes, improvise, make plays. Like, no. I've said this a hundred times. He skipped his gen ed courses. He skipped his prerequisites. He he skipped just the beginner level stuff in the NFL that he had to learn. They didn't teach it to him. They slapped the C on his chest. You're captain of the team. You're number two overall pick. You're our quarterback. Good luck, son. We're going to call some plays. Good luck. All right, we're going to move away from this conversation. The playoffs, it is playoff. Playoffs, it is playoff week. Super wild card weekend coming up. When we come back, I'd like to talk about the matchups, the teams, what we can expect. And when we get to Thursday, there's a, a preview show. Like, it's going to turn into no real conversations about the Jets, I hope. But real conversations about the Giants, their future, what it would mean for their future if they were able to knock off the Vikings, which I, I have some thoughts about that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some NFL talk outside of the Jets. I know the Jets can be super depressing, and I've already spent the first 90 minutes on it. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Keith McPherson on the fan a little bit after 9.30. Got eyes now on the Knicks game. No point in watching the college football national championship. Uh, And the Knicks, I mean, they they let the lead go a little bit here. I I was alerted. uh, Ian Begley put a tweet out four minutes ago before break where he said, uh, the Bucs outscore the Knicks 20-8 to in the final five minutes of the third to cut the Knicks' lead to five entering the fourth. But they're battling here. They can't lose this game now. And they've been able to contain Giannis. They've uh, gotten points from IQ, Brunson, and Randall. IQ has been great. Um, I, th- I think he's, you know, stepped up with the uh, absence of Brunson for a little while and with uh, R.J. Barrett. But here you are in a game where you can't lose this one on your home floor. You've controlled it for majority of the time. You've held Giannis down and... Uh, yeah, let's go Knicks. I'm rooting for the Knicks, of course, but it, it's it's a tight game right now, and I don't. I think I have on I have on the like DraftKing Betcast in here, and I think that's got to be behind because now I'm looking at ESPN, and the Bucks just took the lead, 82 to 81. So uh, let me try and find the actual MSG feed, and uh, as I'm looking at the box score, I already told you where the points were coming from. Yeah, you, you got Jalen Brunson with 26 to. Uh, lead the Knicks and lead all scorers. And then you've got IQ with 23 and Randall with 22. Uh, no player on the Bucks has more than 18, and that's Giannis. They have held Giannis to 18 points. When I came on today, I'm like, Giannis probably trying to go for 50 in the Garden. Defense, you know, first thing I thought was like, well, uh, the Nets can never stop Giannis, and some other teams can't stop Giannis, but how do you stop Giannis? You need somebody in the paint, and... The Knicks have, obviously, Mitchell Robinson, but then they have uh, Isaiah Hartenstein off the bench, too. So they have, like, a presence in the paint where Giannis isn't just running and dunking and having his way in there. There's, you know, big bodies that can go up against him. But uh, I'm rooting for the Knicks here, pulling for the Knicks to not lose this game on their home floor with nine minutes left, uh, a game that they've been in control of. It was tied 22-22 coming out of the first quarter. And then they pulled away a little bit before half. It was pretty much even in the third as the uh, Bucks came back. And now here we are in the fourth. And, you know, we talked about the same old Jets. Can't be the same old Knicks here where uh, they evaporate in the fourth and lose a game that they should win. They got to fight here. And I think Jalen Brunson will lead the way. He just cashed the three. Um, other than that, I want to now get into conversation around the NFL playoffs. Wild card weekend, um, week 18, a wild week, but now it's done, and the NFL regular season concludes, and we go into super wild card weekend with the lineup looking like this. Saturday, the San Francisco 49ers will host the Seahawks at 4.30 Eastern on Fox. What do I think about the Niners game? I mean... Brock Purdy, at some point, we expect him to turn back into a rookie, right? We expect him to not look like a veteran, but maybe that never happens. I think 
he's got a great uh, first round matchup, like a tune up, you know, for his first playoff game to be against the Seahawks, who they needed help last night from the Lions to even get in. And uh, the 49ers, they're not going to lose to the Seahawks. I mean, I say all bets are are off, but they should not lose to Geno Smith and that team. Uh, just talent alone, they've got way better players. The last time they matched up, the 49ers won 21 to 13. And uh, earlier in the year, they won 27 to 7. I expect it to be a similar type of score. Like, I don't expect the Niners defense to give up more than a touchdown to Max. And I expect Purdy to be able to get the ball to Kittle as he's done. Um, Debo Samuel, who's now back, Brandon Ayuk, and those guys. And let me see. I know I had the line somewhere, um, you know, where. Uh, these where you know where these first round odds are going to be you might want to jump in on them now before they shift uh I think the 49ers yeah they opened up a 10 point favorite I was talking to a friend of mine uh Angela who's from out there and I'm like they're they're 10 point favorite she says she was nervous and I'm like don't be nervous they're a 10 point favorite and they'll probably win by two scores so Seattle at San Fran that's the first game on Saturday at 4:30 on Fox and the Niners are minus 10 favorites, and I think they roll the Seahawks, and that one shouldn't be a contest. Then you get Los Angeles going to Duval down there uh, in Jacksonville where they had like a, a, a D rating for their food or something. Something nasty was going on in the kitchens in their stadium. Remember that story came out earlier in the year? They like failed inspection. The Chargers, this game is close, but I think the Chargers should beat them. Um, I think the Chargers lost to them already earlier in this season, though. So all bets are off. It's the playoffs. Anything goes. And uh, if you know we're talking about coaches, I feel like they have a better coach in Doug Peterson. Um, Brandon Staley, this guy, I don't know. He's mid. He's He's got a, a, a ton of talent, but I don't know how great of a coach he is. People were talking about him possibly losing his gig. So when I'm looking at this Niners game, um, not Niners game, this Chargers game against the Jaguars, yeah, the Jaguars beat them in L.A. 38-10, to September 25th. I don't know how much that'll matter in this one, but um, if you were watching the games yesterday, Mike Williams, arguably their best receiver, he went down with a back injury. He got hurt. He played in the game. They played all their starters yesterday. So if he's not ready to go, like that's an L. And the Chargers are a point-and-a-half favorites. To me, that's nothing. They're expecting this game to be close. Uh, me, I, I used to spend summers in Jacksonville. The first NFL game I ever went to was a preseason game between the Falcons and the Jags. Shout-out to Grandma Edie for taking me to go see some football. She knew her baby wanted to see football, and that was the first year of like the, the expansion team in Jacksonville. I remember... Uh, everybody was hyped about that. Fast forward to here we are now. They've gone through some things, but they've got a good coach and a good quarterback. I expect Jacksonville to figure out uh, how to compete and maybe even win that game. And they started off, I think, 3-7. and seven. Uh, The Miami Dolphins, they sneak in. The Jets aren't able to score a touchdown and beat them. That's all it would have taken. And uh, that'll be on Sunday, kicking off the games at 1 o'clock. The Bills will host the Dolphins and... The Bills are 10.5-point favorites, and they should be. Uh, I think they're going to get some momentum out of DeMar Hamlin, right? DeMar Hamlin is back in Buffalo um, where they can go see him at the hospital in Buffalo as they monitor uh, his breathing and his recovery. And 
I think they're doing this for him, right? There, you saw the threes on their hats and jerseys, and he said, you know, he wants them to go win the whole thing. So they got a little extra added motivation there. It sucks for their fan base that you know things went this way, and they will not be uh, hosting, um, you know, a potential AFC championship or anything like that. But whatever, the Chiefs get the uh, number one seed, and now you'll play that neutral site game, and you won't have to go to Kansas City. So I guess it's not that bad. But I expect the Buffalo Bills to be able to beat the Dolphins, uh, especially being favorites like that. And and who's going to quarterback the Dolphins? Skylar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater. Is Tua going to be good to go? And if he is good to go, are they going to allow it? Yeah, the Knicks are rocking. And Jalen Brunson refuses to lose. He's he's playing uh, closer right now. He's hitting shots. I just saw, saw him hit another three, and they just called a timeout here. Um, the Knicks are in control. I don't think the Knicks are looking to uh, end their win streak tonight. They're looking to go to five wins, and they've got a little bit of a lead here, 94-92, with about four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Let's go, Knicks. Back to the playoff matchups. Right here, the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, the Joe Shane and Brian Dable era, year one of a rebuild. We're talking about rebuild. We're a playoff team. We're one of the top teams. They get in. And they get to face the Vikings, who on Christmas Eve, they had them. They they were playing very well. Like That game comes down to a field goal. I don't know if they expect the same results here, probably with this spread being minus three in favor of the Minnesota Vikings. This is a tough game to call. In my head, I want to believe that the Giants played them close and the Vikings play a lot of close games and they've been able to pull off these close wins, but... You know, playing a team again in less than a month from when you just hosted them in your building and they went toe-to-toe with you, I want to believe that Xavier McKinney being in this game and uh, Adoree Jackson supposed to play in this game gives the Giants a little bit of an edge. And I also want to believe that it's hard to beat teams twice in the NFL and even with the coaching. I give the Giants an edge in coaching. How have they been able to knock-off teams and surprise teams all year. They've had the game plan. They've had a formula, and they've stolen some of these games late. I mean, give me Graham Gano in the Dome. Uh, Saquon Barkley rested. He's got to score a touchdown, make some big plays, and, and it's on Daniel Jones' shoulder, uh, shoulders. The, the regular season is great, but, you know, imagine he goes and, and leads them to a playoff victory. Like, I know we had a caller suggest that the Jets get Daniel Jones. There's no way that the Giants – let that young man go anywhere else. I'm looking forward to that game. I've seen the Giants beat the Vikings in the playoffs before, and uh, Giants fans got to feel good about the fact that they're facing a team that didn't smoke them. They're facing a team that uh, they also saw the the Packers shut down their number one weapon, right? I know Xavier McKinney came out and said, you know, he's been shut down before in regards to Justin Jefferson, but it's facts, and it wasn't that long ago, and that film is available for Wink Martindale, for them to scheme and plan. and um, I just mentioned Mike Williams going down in the Chargers game. Dalvin Cook exited that Vikings game yesterday as well for a little bit. So we'll see how, how he's doing. Obviously, they have Alexander Madison behind him, who's a decent back, but he's not a home run hitter like uh, Dalvin Cook is. I, I don't know. If you're a Giants fan, this year has been great, and it can get greater. It, you know, Can you imagine they go and beat the Vikings? Of course. They almost did it on Christmas Eve. They're going right back there, and they have guys uh, healthy that they didn't have last time. And I've been saying that the the Vikings 
are uh, frauds, that they're not they're not really what that record says. And then you get the Ravens-Bengals game. I mean, Ravens-Bengals, I know the whole coin tossing, whatever, but like, I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to play. He hasn't played in weeks. Is he going to just pop out for one playoff game? I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to end up starting Tyler Huntley in this game. Uh, we'll hear a lot of conversation leading up about Lamar. They all want him to play, but that's the Bengals game, whether Lamar plays or not. Like He just hasn't played in weeks. I can't imagine he's going to come in on uh, Sunday night and beat the Bengals. And then last but not least, how about them Cowboys? We'll talk about it. we got to go to break. But, of course, Tom Brady, America's quarterback versus America's team to laugh at, the Dallas Cowboys. This is what they wanted. This is exactly what the NFL wanted. We all saw it coming for weeks. The Cowboys have been in that five spot for weeks. The Bucs have been the worst team as far as division leaders in the NFC for weeks. We all saw this coming. Tom Brady 7-0 against the Dallas Cowboys. I do not even want to watch this game as a Dallas fan because the Cowboys absolutely have more talent, should win this game going away. It shouldn't even be a competition. The Bucs have been trash this year. But if you give Tom Brady a shot, and with Dak Prescott turning the ball over every single game, who knows what's going to happen? Call me up, 877-337-6666. We'll get into more NFL, general NFL playoff discussions right after this. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Come on, Knicks. <laughs> I'm in here with my guy Danny watching the Knicks game. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like, yo. Nah, come on. This is now under a minute left. If you're all, oh, that's this brutal. This is brutal. This is brutal. You have a Drew Holiday made three, a Brooke Lopez made three, another Drew Holiday made three, and in that time, the only person on the Knicks that can hit a shot is Jalen Brunson. Julius Randle turned down an open look, tried to get an easy layup. He gets fouled. He misses a free throw. There's no defense. And the craziest part about all of this is that Giannis is deferring, right? I came in thinking Giannis was going to steal the show tonight. I came in thinking Giannis was going to go for 50 tonight. Giannis doesn't even want to shoot the ball. He's deferring to all of his teammates that can actually shoot the ball. They held Giannis to 22 points. And it looks like they're about to lose this game. Only the Knicks. I was rooting for the Knicks. I, I watched, like, the second half and this whole fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson, is he can't do it on his own. He tries. But other guys have to play defense, close out on these shots. How do you allow them to hit three threes in a row with less than two minutes left? I don't know, folks. <laughs> As we talked about the Jets being the same old Jets, only the Knicks can out-Knicks the Knicks. It is now 103-99 with 47 seconds left. It's not over, but the Knicks led most of this game. And the Knicks had a lead in this fourth quarter, and they unravel again, and I feel like I've seen this a bunch of times. Isn't this deja vu? You have a team in your building that you could beat, and their best player isn't even the one beating you. Their best player isn't even the one beating you. They, they, they've they got Joe Ingles shooting. Uh, he's not even hitting shots. Like, they, they had him throwing up threes and not making them. Giannis deferring. Giannis look, looking scared of the moment. And here we are now. Let's see. 
Who can shoot the three for the Knicks? Jalen Brunson can't be the only one. Uh, IQ will hoist him up. We know Randall will. It's it's just Jalen Brunson on his own. He goes and gets a quick layup here. This game's not over. But uh, if the Knicks lose this one, 877-337-6666. We got some things to talk about. Uh, and I don't, I don't, no way. Nah. Oh, wow. That's it, folks. That's it. That's it, Pauly. I just said, how do you let them hit three threes, right, on consecutive possessions? And then Drew Holiday, who hit two out of the three threes, he just hit the dagger most likely. He just steps back. Quentin Grimes has been good defensively, but you come on. Come on now. <laughs> and uh, Holiday just hits another three. It's 105-101. Um, they got to get a quick basket here. Just get a quick basket. Jalen Brunson again. What's he at? Is he at 40? He's got to be. As he hit that, that's 40. Um, Yeah. 19. 18. Below, former Brooklyn Net with the reverse jam. It is now 107-103, and uh, the Bucks are going to get a win. And I was rooting for the Knicks because I'm a Nets fan, and the Knicks had them the whole game. They, they had them, and they let them off the hook. 30, 34 points in the fourth quarter to lose that game. And in the last few possessions, it was just three after three after three. I think four threes were hit late. Close out on the shooter. Don't let him get these clean looks. Giannis is, is shook at the moment. He's not even trying to put up a shot. And that's it. Uh, the Knicks winning streak is most likely going to end here unless there's some heroics. Bucks are smiling and laughing. They stole a game from the Knicks. And how many how many games have we seen stolen away from the New York Knicks? Whether it's in the Garden, the world's most famous arena, or on the road uh, where the Dallas Mavericks play, like down the stretch here, they just crumbled. They just fell apart defensively. You can't. You, I just don't understand how you you're not guarding the three point line, closing out on shooters, not letting these guys take these open shots and hit these open looks. Where's the play-by-play? We're going to get to the phones in a second. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, checking back in. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I, I think I'll get a call in before we get to the top of the hour. But I'm, I'm off of the college football playoff. No point in watching that, right? Once that went to halftime, I turned the Knicks on. They just started the second half of the college football playoff. It's 38-7 Georgia. Georgia there's no way Georgia loses this game. So, you know, I start rooting for the Knicks. I, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm like, all right, look at the Knicks. The Knicks are, the Knicks are holding a lead against the Bucs. They're, they're keeping Giannis under control. Doesn't matter. Late in the game, there's no defense. When you need to win, when it's winning time, where everybody's supposed to lock in on their assignments, be tight on their men, close out, don't let guys hit open threes, three-point shots. They, I don't think they tried to go for two. I think they had four possessions in a row where they shot the three. And, uh, I don't know, it's a tough way to go. But um, before we went to break, I talked about uh, the NFL playoffs. I talked about the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, one Dallas Cowboys fan who calls me all the time is Lewis out in Brooklyn. How you doing, no, Lewis? I'm, I'm, I'm surrendering. I, I think you're right. I mean, can we get Daniel Jones maybe trade back? <laughs> yeah, can the Cowboys sign Daniel Jones? No, they have a forty million dollar quarterback. Why would you? Why would you want Daniel Jones? Well, what's with Dak? I, you know, it's he's throwing turnovers. You know, I didn't even see this game. I was at a wedding, but every time I put my phone on and I'm asking Siri, "What's the score?" I couldn't believe 
it. I mean, <coughs> what in the world went on? Sam Howe. Six points. Sam Howe, r- rookie quarterback out of UNC, gets his first start. Taylor Heineke doesn't even want the start. It's a meaningless game for the Commanders, but on their home turf, they start this rookie in Sam Howe. He goes 11 for 19 with uh, 169 p- yards passing, a passing touchdown, and he had a dirty rushing touchdown. Like, like he had a, a run that looked like Jalen Hurts cutting and but making the a run there. the Cowboys have so many weapons. <laughs> yeah, don't they? they they're stacked. They have, they have so many weapons on both sides of the ball, but how well coached are they? How prepared are they? Um, how disciplined are they? Um, their quarterback, how inclined is he to throw the ball to the other team? I've seen it all season. That's why I just I haven't well, uh, bought in. Is it because he's so aggressive that he's not afraid to no, throw? No, 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 no. Dan Orlovsky broke down the, the, the throw that he had yesterday, went for a pick six. I don't know what was in his head. I don't know why he thought going to Noah Brown was the decision. But he went away from the play design and threw backside and threw a pick six. And it just was stupid. It's, it's like a dumb decision. There's no reason to do that. Uh, he had multiple guys open, and he goes to the backside of the play. I don't know. Maybe he thought – maybe he read something different on the defense. He goes to the backside of the play, and the corner jumps the route, pick to the house. And uh, the Cowboys looked like I expected them to look. Actually didn't expect them to lose that game yesterday. But like they, they look, no show. they look like a team that was more hyped up than they really were. Like a twelve and five team, they could have won thirteen games, but they waltzed into there and thought it was sweet. Thought that the Commanders were just going to lay down. Thought that you know, oh, they're here, we them boys. How about them Cowboys? Here they come. Here comes the Dallas Cowboys. No, the Commanders showed up and they had more first downs. They had um, more total yards. They had you know. They had their way with the Dallas Cowboys. They have Cowboys. a running game. They have Pollard. They have Zeke Elliott. They have but none of them were able to get in the end zone. They weren't able to score a touchdown yesterday. So what good is it having CeeDee Lamb and uh, T.Y. Hilton and Michael Gallup and Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott when Dak is going to throw an uh, interception every game? He's thrown an interception every game the last seven games. Do you think they'll rebound against the uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, uh, do I think so? I think this loss sets them up for another first round exit because, you know, they they now they have to stew on that for a week and now they have their own doubt. But they should beat Tampa. There, there's Tampa's not good. Like there's there's a possibility that they lose. There's a possibility that they win. I wouldn't bet a dollar on them. I I should have stayed away from them yesterday. They blew some of my parlays yesterday. I didn't want to take them with the points, but I took a money line. Like you can go beat Sam Howell, rookie quarterback. Couldn't even get that done. So. I don't believe in him. I have no faith. Two years ago, we almost beat them on opening day. Dak had a great game, and there was an offensive pass interference that was not called, and that won the game for them. When well, they, it's it's I, probably going to come down to something like that, too. I, I blame that game on Greg Zerline. If Greg Zerline makes a kick, that's the difference in that, that game. Right. But you know what, Lewis? I, I said this is what they wanted. The, the last two seasons – Prime time, we've seen Bucks Cowboys, Tom Brady versus the Cowboys. He's undefeated against the Cowboys. They got that again for the first round of the playoffs. But and... I, I blame a little bit Jerry Jones for oh, know, a lot getting of it. rid of Amari Cooper. And there was also a very good defense. Randy Gregory. Roster. Yeah, so, you know, what do you want? I mean, and there, was, there are some injuries. Superstars. I will say that the Cowboys were without some starters on the offensive line and the defense, but they're, if they're so good. At twelve and five, 
they should easily go into Washington and beat a 500 commanders team. But they're frauds. They are fraudulent. And uh, that's all I've got, Lewis. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I'll say this. Don't get your hopes up, like I've been saying all season. Don't get your hopes up for the Dallas Cowboys to advance. The script is already written. They love Tom Brady. They can't wait to see Tom Brady win another playoff game and uh, get another week of Tom. Come on. Tom Brady was supposed to be retired. You think they, they want to see uh, Dak Prescott and these guys advance? No, but they absolutely should. The Cowboys should not lose to this Bucks team, but I bet you it comes down to, you know, Tom Brady putting a game-winning drive together. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to go to the break in the update. More football talk right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.